It was once believed that you couldn't teach an old dog a new trick. But the study of neuroscience has proven that false. According to research, you can change your behavior and develop new neural pathways until the day you die. Welcome to God's Love Language, a podcast designed for Christian discipleship with emphasis on developing our relationship and fellowship with God. Now, here is our host, Joe Enlow. Thank you. Thank you. Keep that six feet distance. Put that mask on. Hello, friends, and welcome back to God's Love Language with Joe and Lowe. I'm so glad you found us, and please do me a big favor. Please hit the like button if you see one available, and rate us if you have the opportunity. Also, hit the subscribe button. When our website is complete, we will have many more opportunities to interact with you directly. And by the way, we think that will be complete ahead of schedule, but I'll let you know. Right now, you can find us on our temporary website, which will will be the same location when we get the permanent one. It's godslovelanguage.com. You can also email me at jenlo, that's J-E-N-L-O-E, at godslovelanguage.com. Please give me some feedback on what you think of our podcast, including our music therapy session at the end of our program. Your feedback is appreciated. And you can also kind of let me know um, what you would like us to talk about in the future. On the last podcast, we indicated that we would spend some time discussing our belief system and what the psychological and biological views of belief say. This will allow us to get an understanding of what we are doing when we set out to renew our minds toward Christ. You should know by now that changing your belief system is not an easy task, but it can be done. We have a riddle in psychology. kind of goes like this. How many psychologists does it take to change a light bulb? Only one. But the light bulb has to be willing to change. <laughs> it is pretty funny. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all day. I submit to all of you that the primary... Okay, settle down. I submit to all of you that the primary instrument used as the basis for all the communication that you do is your beliefs. In Matthew fifteen eighteen, it says, But the things that proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and the primary instrument used for conveying that belief is your tongue which is your speech, including written. Other instruments you use include your body language, your eyes, and paraverbal communication. As Christians, you are required to act and speak differently than you did prior to your conversion. The only way to do that permanently is to change your belief system. To do this, let us start by getting an understanding of how beliefs form. Today's lesson is about the biology of beliefs, the how and why we believe the way we do. Individuals who have become Christians in adolescence or later seem to have more struggles trying to control the tongue and unwanted behaviors, at least more so than those who have been practicing Christians for basically all their life, right? We are trying to make changes due to a whole new set of core beliefs and therefore experience the struggle of subconscious pre-programming and conscious change more dramatically than non-Christians. As Christians, there are times we find ourselves saying or doing something that does not give a particularly good witness to our Christian lifestyles, even though we have tried to change that unwanted behavior. Our minds know how we should behave, but our bodies seem to be fighting us all the way. The brain and all the other parts that make up the human 
uh, physical body will begin to grow and function automatically when the signal is given in the womb. You know, the baby, there, there are certain little switches that have to be turned on inside the body. They're not real switches, but it just, you know, those, those moments when the body realizes it needs to grow to the next level. The brain's memory and subconscious are blank at conception and begin to be programmed in the womb. That is why some professionals will recommend that you talk or sing to the baby in the womb and uh, to avoid loud noises or arguments around the pregnant mother. It, the baby can pick up on those. Even so, most memories do not kick in until we are about three to three and one half years old, unless there's something very traumatic that happens earlier. However, we are not fully aware of who we are at that time. It's a busy time for the subconscious, though. We're being programmed by our experiences and our environment. Ever hear about the Romanian orphans of the 1980s and 90s and their lack of proper love and mental treatment? Check it out if you can. It's a long story, but it, it gives you a good idea of how children act when they don't, when they're deprived of certain things. Have you ever said something to someone, and as soon as you said it, you regretted it? Or maybe it was an action you cannot believe that you did. Then you ask yourself, what was I thinking? And some of those times are in road rage, right? Like, oh, man, I thought I'd change that behavior. I said that or I gave that person the, you know, the mighty finger or something. Truth is, you are not thinking. You are reacting based on programs that have been written into your subconscious. We do not want to make the subconscious sound evil. It is the mechanism that helps you survive or helps us survive in our environment anyway. It tells us how to walk and remember how to ride a bike or throw a ball or how to drive, etc. Right? It allows us to navigate successfully and to learn what behaviors will and will not work in each situation. It allows us to know when to shut up when we could potentially anger an abusive parent, saving us from a beating, right? It tells us when we might need to run when danger lurks. It tells us that a certain screeching of tires may indicate it's time to duck to avoid being shot. It tells us when a hug may be needed by someone or that they just need an encouraging word. It goes both ways with the programming of the subconscious. It could be negative or positive. Whether negative programming or healthy functional programming all programming needs updating at one time or another, especially when one moves from being a non-Christian to a Christian. An important concept to remember is that each one of us is raised in different environments with different experiences. Consequently, we have different reactions to our experiences and environment and environments. Even siblings raised in the same family will experience it differently. When we meet someone with whom we may have a romantic interest, we automatically see similarities, and, and we don't put much stock into the differences of our pre-programming. But the truth is, those programs are ver vitally important. What if you came from a functional family, no abuse or major problems of note, but he or she came from an abusive family with dysfunctional skills? Maybe he learned the best way to get the woman to agree is to slap her into submission, or she knows the best coping skills include drugs and alcohol. Subconscious programs such as these will rule the day until reprogrammed. This is also important to understand for those who work with dysfunctional families and the, and the needy, like teachers, social workers, counselors, etc. Individuals may not be programmed like you, and interventions that you think will work for the average family will not work with most of them. 
Their needs are different, and their reality will prevent them from understanding yours and the help that you offer. The subconscious mind is primarily a repository of stimulus response tapes derived from instincts and learned experiences. The subconscious mind is fundamentally habitual. It will play the behavioral responses to life signals repeatedly, much to our dismay. It can easily discourage the new Christian when they are trying to change their secular behavior to a more Christ-like one. It will discourage you tremendously. What are you trying to do, changing me? Do you understand what I'm talking about? Think about some of the reactions you may have to some of these. Or some people react to the cat being left off the toothpaste. Road rage. Dirty dishes. Cursing. Reminds you of an abusive parent or so. Lights being left on. Toilet seat up. Someone taking food off your plate without your permission. If someone does one of these, it may push your button and you automatically fly into a rage. You have just experienced a simple stimulus response of a behavior program stored in the subconscious mind. Even abnormal sexual activities or an inability to enjoy sex will have its root in the subconscious. When it comes to sheer neurological processing abilities, the subconscious mind is more than a million times more powerful than the conscious mind. Your pre-programmed behaviors do not support the life you are trying to change to. You can repeat positive affirmations over and over again. You've heard those those churches give that, you know, I am the this, I am that, and keep trying to do it. But if your positive affirmations aren't true or that maybe you've had some real serious things that were said to you repeatedly, like when you were a child or even later on as you were in a bad marriage, and they, things, they told you things like you were worthless, you can eventually come to believe it. Those messages programmed in your subconscious mind will undermine your best conscious efforts to change your life. That is, if you're trying without Jesus. Think about all the New Year's resolutions you've made in the past throughout the years. How did that work out for you? The bottom line is, it is hard to change, but there is hope. It was once believed that you couldn't teach an old dog a new trick. But the study of neuroscience has proven that false. According to research, you can change your behavior and develop new neural pathways until the day you die. Amen for that, because some of us need to make some changes, right? According to Dr. Bruce Lipton's book, The Biology of Belief, it turns out that the conscious mind runs the show only about 5% of the time. The programs required by the subconscious mind shape 95% or more of our life experiences. The actions of the subconscious mind are reflexive in nature and are not governed by reason or thinking. They helped us survive in the environment in which we were raised, functional or dysfunctional. All these subconscious programs affect how you communicate today. An important fact is that disempowering programs in the subconscious mind can be quickly rewritten using techniques that include the conscious mind, the Holy Spirit, and your behavior. More on change in a moment. First, let's finish learning about our beliefs. The conscious mind has access to most of the data stored in our long-term memory bank, thank goodness, or our subconscious. The conscious mind can get in there. This is an extremely important feature allowing our history of life to be considered as we consciously plan our futures. 
like we want to change. Endowed with the ability to be self-reflective, the conscious mind is extremely powerful. It can observe any programmed behavior we are engaged in. It can evaluate that behavior and then consciously decide to change that behavior. We can actively choose how to respond to most environmental signals and whether we even want to respond at all. The conscious mind's capacity to override the subconscious mind's pre-programmed behaviors is the foundation of free will. All that means is we can make different choices than the ones that you chose before. The human brain's ability to learn perceptions, which are truths that lead to behaviors, is so advanced that we can acquire perceptions indirectly from, like, our teachers. Once we accept the perceptions of others as truths, their perceptions become hardwired into our own brains, becoming our truths. The problem is, what if their perceptions are inaccurate? Maybe they go completely against what we believe. It's like many new college freshmen are confronted with this dilemma. They're hearing their professors talk in ways contrary to what their parents told them as they were being raised, especially when Christians go to secular schools. Sometimes what we learned manifests itself when we start acting and talking like our parents as we get older. We find ourselves doing or saying things that we swore we would never do, talking like them or raising us and saying those same things that they said to us. We told ourselves we would never do that. It is also why we must be careful of what we teach our young. Remember Proverbs 22.6? Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Of course, the enemy knows this truth also and seeks to eradicate religious teaching from schools and replace it with their teachings. Program misperceptions in our subconscious mind are not monitored and will habitually engage us in inappropriate and limiting behaviors. The old scientific belief that genes control our lives and body is contrary to the basic Christian belief of free will or choice. If genes controlled our bodies and mind, your DNA, that would take away all free choice and God would not be able to blame us for any of our behavior. In a nutshell, and there is much more than can be explained here, genetic research has confirmed that brain cells trans late the mind's perception or your beliefs of the world into a complementary and unique chemical profile that, when secreted into the blood, control the fate of the body's 50 trillion cells. The cell basically becomes a machine for turning our experience into biological functions or biology. When we change the way we perceive the world, That is, when we change our beliefs, we change the blood's neurochemical composition, which then initiates a complementary change in the body's cells. This is why your beliefs can make you depressed or sick and conversely make you have a great outlook on life and be happier. The function of the mind is to create coherence between our beliefs and the reality we experience. In other words, no cognitive dissonance. We go through the same trials and tribulations as everyone else as Christians, but with a Christian lifestyle and mindset, believing the promises of his word, we should be physically and mentally healthier, which leads to being happier. There are some that believe, me included, that the fully conscious mind, aware of how it works and the control it can have over the circumstances, 
trumps both nature and nurture influences. Let's talk about creating change. What programs are in your subconscious? Are there things that need to change to improve your chances of becoming the Christian God wants you to be? Change is what the Apostle Paul was referring to in Romans. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Romans 12, 2. And in Ephesians, you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your mind and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. That's Ephesians 4.22 through, through 24. If I no longer want to wear an attitude or behavior, I need to take it off. Christians are to rid themselves of the habit of ungodly living in favor of Christ-like living in the whole of life. Now that you know that as an individual, you have been wired by your genetics and their responses to your life, experiences, and environment, praise God, He has made us in a way that we can choose most of our experiences, especially as adults, and how we react to our environment, even those bad experiences, environmental pressures. The good news, to counteract those bad experiences, you can change what you believe and consequently your behavior, which then changes your attitude. It needs to be made perfectly clear. I do not believe that simply thinking positive thoughts always leads to physical cures. The mere thinking of positive thoughts will not necessarily have any impact on our lives at all. In fact, sometimes people who flunk those positive thinking, you know, they, they do all those things, they recite all those phrases and post them on the mirrors and whatever they do. If nothing good actually comes to that, they become more debilitated because now they think their situation is hopeless. Well, I did all that stuff. I did what the pastor said. I did what the TV guy said, and nothing changed. It takes more than thoughts to change. It takes corresponding behaviors. All right, the basis of biblical change. The Word of God gives us the blueprints of changing our old nature into a Christ-like nature. It tells us to be transformed by the renewing of our minds and to put off your old self and be made new in our attitudes, our behavior of our minds. If you remember what I said in early class, your behaviors and thinking must be congruent. If you are going to be Christ-like in your behavior, you must be Christ-like in your beliefs to avoid cognitive dissonance. The most effective method involves repetition and practice of the new behavior and thoughts. You engage the habit that supports how you want to believe and behave. Reading scripture, repeating scripture, studying the word, attending church, Bible study, small groups, listening to Christian music, and hanging around like-minded individuals that want the same habits as you. You replace questionable television programs with more wholesome ones. There are many more Christian movie options than there are today than there used to be. One of the best ways to change to a Christ-like nature is talk about it with, with others, and especially to teach it to others, because I have a saying that says to teach it once is to have learned it twice. So this is a natural setting if you have children. Maybe you can teach a small group if you don't have children, or read, study, teach it to yourself. One of the ways I used to study in graduate school is to I would teach it to myself on the on the whiteboard. Okay, Joe, then, you know, pay attention to this. 
Read, study, and teach it. You will find that the new you will slowly replace the old you, and before long you will wonder where the old person went. Replace the dark with the light of the world and likeness of God. All right, now if you go to the to the website, you'll see that I have some notes about uh, making some changes. You can download them. The first one is align your beliefs with the principles and the word of God. And then under that, I have tap into the wisdom God offers to create sustainable joy and happiness in your life. How do you get wisdom? You ask for it. Number two is spirituality. You release subconscious resistance like embarrassment to experience your connection with God. You can pray without ceasing, like it says, always focusing. That's just always focusing your thoughts on God and thinking about God at all times. Doesn't mean you necessarily have to be into in prayer all the time. Number three is relationships. Create beliefs that support you in having healthy, loving relationships, like hanging around like-minded individuals. Go to church, church, <laughs> the church, and join a small group. Number four is health and body. Reduce emotional stress and program your body and mind for optimal health and vitality. And I'll try to keep you away from the control and so forth. Number five, grief loss, if there's any. Resolve painful memories and find great peace and happiness. Self-esteem. Discover beliefs that can help you to deeply appreciate and accept yourself. Forgive past hurts and decide to no longer be a victim. God can use you and your experiences if you let him. It is not about you. Remember that. Number seven, personal power. Increase your self-confidence and willingness to take positive and decisive action in your life. Your experiences can make you an awesome person and warrior of God. In summary, you need to renew your mind and make new habits that are centered on becoming more Christ-like. Read the word, meditate on it, make your beliefs become habits, act out the beliefs until it becomes a habit. The secret combination is to have your behaviors congruent with your thoughts. If you are not willing to change, then there's not much that that can be done for you. Thinking that your life and beliefs have worked for you all these years, so why change, is destructive. Look back on your life through the eyes of an observer. How would they rate your accomplishments and results? You are not responsible for knowledge you did not know then, so don't feel bad about it. But from this point on, you are responsible for what you know now. All right. So now, may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Until next time, God bless and stay tuned for our music therapy. Thank you for listening to today's teaching. If you would like more information about our podcast and subject matter, or if you would like to leave a comment, go to GodsLoveLanguage.com, or you may email Joe at jnlo at GodsLoveLanguage.com. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for your teaching, Father God. Guide us. Father, we seek to change. We seek to become Christians like you want us to. Help us, mighty God. Guide us in all our ways, all our thoughts, all our behaviors. Help us to change to make you happy, to make you tell us, well done, good and faithful servant. Thank you. Hallelujah. Yes. Sway to the music. 
thank him. Lift your hands up and thank him. You lift your hands up at the stadium. You lift your hands up at the concert. Do it with God. Thank you, Lord. Bless you, people. Be with those, Lord, who are seeking. Be with those who are hurting. Help them to grow. Help them to find peace. Thank you. We love you, Lord. Touch these people's hearts. Touch them, Lord. Show them what can be done. Yes. Dry those tears, mighty God. Show the Lord that you're not ashamed. Sway to the music. Raise those hands. Thank you, Lord. Move those feet. Make yourself feel better. That's one of the things you can do physically. Move. When you're feeling good, you can't feel bad.